It's another beautiful fucking day, boys and girls. I know, I know. Now I can say the F word. <laughs> but welcome to What the Fuck Sports or WTF Sportscast. Uh, guys, We we I this time, the episode lacking from last week was my fault. Because I was supposed to put one out, and a lot of things happened. Um, and and I'm, I'm actually going to talk about this right now. Uh, last week, our sometimes guest co-host, uh, Jared, our good buddy, he... Uh, he had an issue with the family. His father passed away. So uh, a lot of things just kind of happened and, and kept me from focusing on the show. And that's my fault. But, um, you know, keep Jared in your thoughts. Uh, also, to take time out, we're not going to talk about this, but this did happen in our backyard. So we are going to mention it um, just a little bit right now. And that's thoughts go, thoughts and prayers. And I, I, fuck you if you hate that, but we, we don't know these people, so we're sending empathy the best way we can. Mm-hmm. Thoughts and prayers to the six, uh, to the families of the six people who lost their lives in Nashville this Monday. Um, yeah, it's monstrous. Yeah, it, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about. I mean, I will say that the the shooter, yes, was transgender, but y'all, I mean, yeah, we have some really radical transgender people out there, but for the most part, they're all just trying to live. So you know, leave them the fuck alone for right now. Let this shit end. Blame the person that did the shooting, not the community. All right, let, let them. I mean, now I'm not going to get political on this show. Uh, if you want to hear my opinions on that, you can go to Canceled AF. But uh, on on this show, I'm just going to say, you know that that community is also dealing with this, and you know that affects them too. So you know, take it easy on them. If you don't agree with that community, that's fine. You know, I mean, do your own thing. Uh, but on here, we're trying to be, you know, as equal to everybody as possible, love everybody, and all that good stuff. But uh, thoughts and prayers go out to the families, though. Uh, I'm not going to say anything nice about the shooter. Fuck that person. Um, and if you're behind them 100%, fuck you, too. That's the only political thing I'll say about this, but thoughts and prayers. Um, now, moving on, boys and girls, we're going to get into sports because, you know, that's sad. Now, let's get into happy. Let's go to happy mode. Let's get in our happy place, which is sports. Ray? Baseball season to open up. Perfect day for a podcast, man. With I, uh, fucking Rangers and Phillies playing right now, so and they're high kicking scoring, it. high scoring. Game. Yeah, uh, higher than than last season. Most of the games last season, I'd say. Jesus. Uh, Phillies trailing by three, six to nine. Texas is up. Uh, Rangers are doing pretty good this game. Um, also, a little announcement: if you're in the Miami area watching the. Uh, Miami Marlins, because they're not the Florida Marlins anymore. <laughs> uh, but if you're watching the Miami Marlins, go up there. Go up to the deck. Go get a drink. Hard AF Seltzer is there. The boys over at Drinking Bros, one of our favorite podcasts, they uh, got hit the big time in there in the uh, Marlins arena. And they're also, if you're going to a Tampa Rays game, check them out there. Or if you're going to a Rowdy's game, which is the uh, Tampa Bay soccer team, Tampa Bay Rowdy, they're there as well. So go check it out. It's it's a great beverage. I stand behind those guys 100%. Um, but our sports show is better than theirs. It's not, but it is. Uh, but anyways, Ray, what do you think, man? What do you think about the beginning of baseball season? Are you ready to start covering that? I am. I am. That's why I have. I was out last week was because I had to prepare for today. Not really. I just wasn't here. <laughs> but, yeah, no, dude. It's, uh, it's a beautiful start. I mean, it's. I remember we were amped up last year, you know, and now we're back crazy again. enough back it's again. Circled right who back would, around. Who would have thought it would have been the same time 
this year as it was last year. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, like we said, the Marlins are playing the Mets right, right now, right? Yes. Um, we've got Phillies versus Texas. Who else is playing today? Uh, let's see. Phillies and Rangers are playing, of course. Then you got the Twins and the Royals with the Twins up 2 nothing. Nice. Uh, Mets and the Marlins are playing right now, 5-3, to three, Mets. We got really? Pi- yeah. All right, come on, Mets. Yeah, I know. We got uh, Pirates and Reds playing, tied up at four. Blue Jays and Cardinals, tied up at five. Nice. Braves won today, seven to two against the Nationals. Uh, Yankees beat the Giants, five to zero. All right, Yankees. Yeah, that's what I like to see. Uh, Baltimore Orioles, 10-9 over Boston. Ooh, that's a, man, another high-scoring game. And then Cubs beat Brewers four to nothing. And then we also got the Way Rays the beat the Tigers four to nothing. Way to go, Rays. See, there you go. And that's probably because they had hard F seltzer in their That's arena. right. That's right. They were swinging hard as fuck. Yes. Um, but coming up games tonight for to conclude opening day is Chicago White Sox versus the Astros, Rockies versus the Padres, Angels versus the Athletics, Diamondbacks versus the Dodgers, Guardians versus the Mariners. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Right, I'm going to give that one to the Guardians, though. They were hitting pretty fucking hard last year. They were they were wanting it last year, too. Yeah, they got to be pissed. Yes. Super fucking pissed, right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Uh, so let's let's talk about the final four. I was about to say, speaking of pissed, let's go on to a lot of people who are pissed. Oh, yeah. Uh, because their bracket just went to shit. And I should know because I'm one of them. It, it was a fucking interesting, interesting tournament this time of year. Yeah. Uh, so we got Florida Atlantic and San Diego State going up against each other on Saturday at 5.09. And then we got Miami and UConn. So I knew, I knew, I, something told me that this year UConn would do it. They're not a bad team. They've never been a bad college basketball team. Now, they have flip-flopped on where they go in the tournament. But, goddamn, dude, they are a consistent team on making it pretty fucking far. And I knew they would. Will they win, though? Because Miami looks like they want it this year. I don't know, man, because <laughs> I, I didn't see any of these four teams making it, to be honest with you. I saw UConn. That's the only one. Well, see, I had them going against Gonzaga and uh, Gonzaga beating them. I did not know that they would slaughter Gonzaga by almost 30 points. They fucking took them so fucking just they like took them down. Just like fucking Miami fucking obliterated uh, Texas. Well, they well, actually were coming back, but 88 to 81, it's just, I watched these games. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? With, How does this happen? With every basket made, I was like, this is more money I'm not going to get. Yeah, I, I understand that. That uh, Dude, this year, I, I'm going to be honest, I avoided betting altogether on the tournament because I was like, None of the teams that I'm picking are fucking winning, and I am so glad I didn't put any money down. I'd be broke right now. I mean, dude, who would have thought Florida Atlantic would beat Kansas State? Exactly. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Kansas State, one of the best teams this year. I, well, let me rephrase that. Kansas, yeah, this year. Uh, let me let me rephrase that, though. Kansas State knows what they're doing. They are a great team, but for – that's like that's – like, that was like watching – Central Florida beat the Gators. You're like, what the fuck is going on here? You're the Gators. What the fuck are you doing? It's like with Gonzaga. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing, Gonzaga? You guys are you guys are always doing great, but now you're fucking tournament, tournament, 
and then I you know, walk dude. off. You got to you got to slam that door shut, man, because it's fucking insane. This tournament was just like last year. A lot of unexpected shit just started happening. You're like, what is this? Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. And well, it was like also going to Tennessee because remember I had said that like, oh, Tennessee's gonna get beat by Duke. We fucking beat you them. Tarnish Duke. <laughs> yeah, and then we turn around and we get fucking beat by Florida Atlantic. And I'm just like, what is going on? I was like, oh, okay, well, Kansas State will take care of them. And home then, run, first home run of the season for Brad Miller. Two-run home run. God. Yeah. This high-scoring game, high game just keeps going up. But uh, And it's a different – It's these uh, to break away again, uh, back to baseball, this is way different from the season openers last year. Last year was pretty low scoring on a bunch of games, a, bun- a ton of games. Ooh. That was that was pretty. That was. He's happy with that. Hell, I would be too. We go Miller. But, but uh, yeah. So, I mean, UConn and Miami. That would make sense to be in the Final Four. Mm-hmm. But if you were to tell me, oh, who, what's the, who's the other two teams playing? Florida Atlantic and San Diego State. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, all right, no, for real. Who? No. That's it. That's it. That's it. I know it's shocking, but uh. <laughs> I know, dude. It's. I want to see UConn overtaking Miami and hell, Florida Atlantic. Go for it, buddy. Go for it, guys. You you got a chance. Honestly, I'll I'll either go for Florida Atlantic or San Diego State. Because, well, fuck UConn and fuck <laughs> Miami. <laughs> hey, either way, it's gonna be some good, some good TV on Saturday. I'm very excited. Um. It, it, I'm going to be more interested what the ratings are going to be for the, for the final. And this is being held in Houston this year, so uh, I know. I think didn't they have some games in Nashville too? Uh, there's Louisville. I know they held some in Nashville because they they oh, it always changes around. But they, what year? Uh, I I can't even remember. One year, yeah, one year. I do remember it was. And it I wasn't. think they also do the tournament games. Don't they do the tournament games in other places? Too? No, no, they don't. Wait, yeah, they do. Because it's got to be neutral ground for the tournament games, doesn't it? Let's see. I can't remember. I'm trying to look it up right now. Oh, you're good, man. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, I'll, I, I will say this, though. It, it's It's very... I can't think of I can't think of the word, but it's it's fucking amazing and awesome that these last few tournaments have turned out the way they have with these teams that you did not think were going to make it making it, and it's like it's beautiful. It's beautiful seeing seeing. I mean, because you could tell when everybody's bracket started getting fucked up again. You're like, man, this is gonna go just like last year. Nobody's going to have it right except for maybe a fucking small number of people. And they're going to be out in the – of course, a UConn team player is going to be like, oh, well, UConn's going to make it. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm just – I love it. I love when these underdog teams kind of show up and go, hey, we can actually play when it matters. And that's, that's bad, but at the same time, it's good. I enjoy it. Yeah. Yes, Houston's won. Uh, we're just uh, 
Uh, we had to do a little sound check there. Sorry, folks. Um, a little weird stuff was going on, so we just did a little quick sound check. But, yeah, it looks like it's held in different places. Like, I know one was held in Madison Square Garden. One was held at the uh, aptly named KFC Yum Center. Mm. That's rough. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's uh, it's held in different places, so I know that they, they don't go – they go on to uh, neutral ground. Uh, so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much pretty much how all of them go, though. I mean, I know they had them in, in Nashville a few years back, so um, that's, that's fucking awesome, though. I, I, love, I love that these underdog teams are fucking showing up and doing their thing, and I love that we have two decent teams in, in, in UConn and Miami. Uh, but let's uh, let's jump into the XFL real quick before we get into the meat and potatoes of the day's episode. Um, and that uh, we got the Seattle Sea Dragons at 26, Orlando Guardians at 19, uh, St. Louis Battlehawks 29, Vegas Vipers is 6, so Seattle or St. Louis fucking took it to the Vegas Vipers. Uh, the Brahmas are actually up one on the Arlington Renegades, but the big, the big game that took place this week was on Monday for me, the D.C. Defenders and the Roughnecks. And, fuck, man, it was a good game. But the Roughnecks, they lost. They're second to the de- Defenders. I was hoping they'd beat the Defenders, but, man, they just they couldn't get it. Defenders, man, are the only undefeated team. Yep, yep. Um, roughnecks, you need, to, you need to make them pay for that shit. You need to make them pay. Uh, man, Orlando and Vegas – yeah, yeah, it's uh, Arlington. <laughs> the Renegades were nine, um, but yeah, that's that's that that's big for the Brahmas though to to take on the Renegades and win because the Brahmas were on a losing streak, three game losing streak mm-hmm. when they when they beat them. So that's good, good for them, good for them. Uh, but I I like it. I love the XFL. A lot of people are finding it hard to follow, but I mean it's. Once you once you watch it a few times, you get into it, and you're like, oh, okay, okay. Well, yeah, I that and also now. also everyone's more they're used to obviously NFL, NFL football, so those kind of rules and everything like that. So yeah, it is going to take a second to get used to how the this these games are being played. But it, it's not it's not going to be as hard as you think, boys and girls. You can do it. You can you can keep your composure and and just survive for. A little bit longer until the NFL comes back around, right? Uh, hockey's still pretty much the same. Preds and Sharks aren't doing shit. So we're going to jump over that and go straight into today's main feature. So today's main feature, boys and girls, is something that Ray and I are passionate about on on so many levels, and that's the WWE. But it's not the WWE that you think. Now, granted, WrestleMania is coming up. When? This weekend. April Fool's Day, but it's not fools. And it's going up against, on its first night, Saturday, going up against the the uh, NCAA tournament. I know. And that's crazy. But then again, I don't think WrestleMania will have any problems just because they're, those are two different fandoms. Uh, and people would rock. I, I feel like people would watch WrestleMania over March Madness a little bit just because – it's not the final of the tournament. It's not the it's not the end of the tournament. That comes on, I think, what is it, Tuesday? I think they play the end, but uh, we're not going to look into that. I don't care. <laughs> but, I, I, I mean, I do care because we're going to talk about that game when it comes on. I think it was Tuesday, though. But 
Today we're talking about the history of WWE video games. Now, a lot of that starts off in 1989. Uh, and in 1989, two games were created. Micro League Wrestling, which was a WWF-themed video game for the Commodore 64 and Atari ST. Uh, and, of course, WWF Superstars, the arcade game in 1989. Now, those two games were just the start. And, of course, they were those less than 16-bit, really bad, really horrible games. And I yeah. mean, like, Turtles Tournament Fighter on Nintendo. Not Super Nintendo, but Nintendo or Famicom. For those of you who had the Famicom version of Nintendo, or Nintendo, not 64. That's a little further down the line. Yeah. But in 1989, those two games were the top. And again, not the greatest. Now, WrestleFest, which came out 1991, uh, that was a little different. That was by Technos in Japan. And if I remember correctly, that one was just a little bit better than a Sega game, uh, Sega Genesis. Yeah, the graphics and everything. Oh, yeah. The same. And at that same time, in 1992... Uh, WWF European Rampage Tour came out. Uh, that was for the Atari and Commodore 64. Uh, next behind that to be released. Uh, now we're not going to talk about the we'll we'll talk about the they have the WrestleMania series, so we'll talk about that in just a second. But I want to go in just the normal WWE games for the 90s right now. Now WrestleFest, not that great. Again, we're dealing with 16-bit. Um, it's not like Again, like Famicom, they had all these games, like WrestleMania. WrestleMania for 1981 or 1989 came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. Again, less than 16 bit. 1990 saw WrestleMania Challenge. 1991 saw another WWF rest. You have all these different WrestleMania games in the 90s. Super WrestleMania, WrestleMania Steel Cage Challenge. All of those released for Nintendo and Sega. 16-bit games. Now, you would think that that would be the epitome of wrestling games as a kid. No, no, no. There was a WWF arcade game. Now, Ray, why don't you explain why this WWF arcade game was so special? So, you must be talking about WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game. Which came out in 1995. 95. Uh, this is the peak time when video games started really taking off, but... Uh, this game is special for the digitized sprites of the wrestlers, and, but also it was didn't take itself too serious because <laughs> The Undertaker could literally pull out a tombstone and hit you with an actual tombstone. Um, Shawn Michaels would have hearts come out of him every time he got hit. Uh, <laughs> Doink could electrocute you with... Yep, that was my keys hitting the floor. Okay. <laughs> Doink could electrocute you with the hand buzzer. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and just uh dude, it was just Doink. it was kind of wacky. Yeah. Doink being a wrestler was something else. That was such a crazy because he was a good like he was a villain. Yeah, well, yeah, because his music actually is pretty damn creepy if you let it play. It's it's okay starting out, but then like as it goes on you're like, okay, this is demented. Oh. And yeah. that's what he was. He was kind of a demented clown and he had a lot of a lot of weird matches. A lot of weird... More gimmicky. Yeah. Like... But he was a good bad guy. Like, I know when I was a kid, I hated Doink. But I also thought he was cool. Because that's like... I don't know why, but this clown's like a good wrestler, <laughs> man. 
It's like Pennywise or something. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But it was it was a very ridiculous game. So WWF WrestleMania, the arcade game, not the only ridiculous game though, because later on they got you know like what's that new one that they have? I can't think of it anymore. Um, where it's kind of like you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look it up later. But there was a phone. There's one that's on your cell phone. What? Uh, yeah, there's one that's on your cell phone. It's bad. Not good at all. Uh, I don't remember what. I think it was like, uh, uh, no, no, no. That, that was, I'm sorry. I'm talking out of turn. That was a different game. That was a different game. That was, a. Uh, I think that was the All-Stars game where they had the big hands and the big heads. Do you remember that? I think. It was came it out like, when we were working at Walmart, unfortunately. <laughs> okay, well, that actually kind of narrows it down a little bit. Um, it was bad. It was a bad. It was fucking horrible. <laughs> but boys and girls, now we get into uh, in the '90s. We had those Sega Genesis games and those better sprites in 1995 with the arcade games because arcade games could go a little better and a little further. Mm-hmm. But now we get into um, one of the one of uh, not actually not one of. Because I loved this game. I, I thought it was good. It was one of the first ones where you could kind of create an entrance, but you couldn't. The entrance was just a screen. Which was, it was used, the entrance creation for that game, uh, Attitude, was used on another game that we will talk about soon. One of the darkest games in WWE history. Um, but WWF Attitude was probably one of the first good, big games that came out where you could actually see your character and move around in a, in a in the ring instead mm-hmm. of just going up down and back and forth and side to side in a side scrolling type of way. Yeah. It was probably one of the best games that came out when we were kids for wrestling fans. Yeah, well see, I was introduced to Warzone first cuz Attitude I think came like it's literally the same game, just with like some added stuff to it. Yeah, but the, well, that ca- Warzone came out before, and it was a little boxier. Yeah, uh, I think wasn't that for like a that was like PlayStation. Yeah, the was, first. Yeah, yeah, that was so boxy. It was so fucking bad. <laughs> but yeah, so bad. Th- but then they kind of put some uh, elbow grease into it and really like fleshed attitude out. And uh, yeah, that was honestly and boys and girls, this was actually right before the internet. And so I remember just firing up the game and then going to the option, like create entrance thing. And I would listen to wrestlers themes. And that's all you wanted to do. Because listen that's, to the themes. that's, a, that's the only way you could have. It. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I, those, those were glorious that bro. That was 25 years ago. That was, but they weren't all glorious, right? There were some dark times. And by dark times, I mean there was one game that stood out above the rest that every WWE fan complains about to this day. One of the worst, and not worst by way of wrestling. It was a great wrestling game. But one of the worst games by mechanics-wise that everybody purchased. Now, boys and girls, if you don't know what game this is, I am talking about the challenging, the difficult, the controller bashing, the table flipping, chair breaking, WWF. No Mercy, from 2000, on Nintendo 64, PlayStation, and also, that's it, actually. It was actually just Nintendo 64, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, it was probably, and has stood the time, and has stood as the time-tested, hardest WWE game 
in the world. Your creative character was brilliant. The entrance music was good. And the entrance, like taken from Warzone and Attitude, was your character walking to the ring, but there was no arena. It was just a screen showing the video or the vignette of the wrestler you chose to represent your movie, your Titantron movie. They walked out in front of a full Titantron screen. Now, what was hard about this game wasn't the game itself, wasn't the creative character. No, what was hard about this game was the story mode. The story mode made people rage quit a lot. Now, if you look this game up, you will see that people rage quit a lot on this game because, because, once you got into story mode and got into a certain place and a certain time, and that time was the Royal Rumble, Oof, the controls were horrendous. I remember going through four or five controllers on Nintendo 64 trying to play No Mercy because the Royal Rumble, like everything about the Royal Rumble, like you had to button mash, but also if your character got beat up enough, it became easier to toss them out of the ring. Mm -hmm. Now in WWE No Mercy, there was no number picking. You started out as number one. That's really? right, boys and girls. Your character started out as the first entrant into the Royal Rumble on No Mercy. Which means by the time you got to the end, if you were going to win, your character's stamina and energy bar for, for not being thrown out, his defense bar, his defense meter, gone, dude. So you would, and if you were good enough, you could get to the end, and then the last person throws you out. And you're like, <laughs> You throw that controller, you snap it, you broke it. Because this game was so fucking difficult. People got enraged. It wasn't like the Sega games like Steel Cage Challenge or King of the Ring or In Your House, which I actually had In Your House for, for, for PlayStation. It was fucking horrible, too. It was one of the worst PlayStation games out there. Um, I mean, we had... Here are the, here are the games that were out first. Micro League Wrestling, WWF European Rampage, Ring, Rage in the Cage, Attitude, No Mercy, Authority, Betrayal, Crush Hour, Aftershock, All-Stars. Those are all standalone video games. WrestleMania series, obviously going from 1989 all the way to Legends of WrestleMania released in 2009. Now, Legends of WrestleMania was kind of a shitty game, too. I didn't like it that much. But something magical happened after No Mercy. Something that most people think is a myth. But it's not, folks. One of the greatest games that ever arrived came out in 2002. And that was WWE Raw. WWE Raw set the precedent for what would become the best games out there in the entire world. Now, Raw was just a basic, simple game. The polygons were a little bit more polished. Everything looked a little better. But it was Xbox's answer to what was to come. Now, Xbox unsuccessfully didn't push Raw hard enough, and it kind of went down, way downhill. I was about to say, because I had never heard of it. Oh, yeah, no. Both Raw and Raw 2 were terrible games, terribly reviewed. The only thing people liked was the creative character and the character's figure and the fact that you actually came out to an arena. Hmm. 
But that all got blown away by what would happen next. See, preceding that, I stopped playing them at WrestleMania 2000 for the 64. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> WrestleMania 2000. That was a good one, though. Uh, also, a side note, because that company is now owned by WWE and was for a long time, one of the best wrestling games out there, well, actually, sidebar, two of the best wrestling games out there. One, WCW Nitro. Mm. And I loved this game because at when you go into the character menu, now, yes, you did have to unlock characters, but when you go into the character menu, you could either press X or triangle because I had the PlayStation version. Now, if you press that over the wrestler, the wrestler would do a five-second monologue. Every single one of them. And I'll never forget because Booker T would go, this is Booker T from Harlem Heat, the real OG from 110th Street. Now, if you want to step into the ring with me, let's go. But if you're not down with that, sucker. <laughs> and he just did this little spiel. And I thought it was the fucking coolest because I loved playing as Booker T and Stevie Ray as a tag team. The Harlem Heat, man. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a good tag team, dude, too. Dude, I still love Even Booker the to this in, day. Even the N-word. <laughs> oh, Hulk Hogan, we're in. coming for you. Oh. oh. <laughs> and his look of, oh, shit, I just said that. He turned around and Sherry was just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> and you can see Stevie Ray was just like, yep, just keep a straight face. Just keep a straight face. After a camera goes off, then we could talk to him. Yeah. Then you we'll said laugh. the N word, motherfucker. <laughs> we coming for you. Uh, that was funny. And his, you're right. When he dropped his head and just kind of went, oh, he was like, <laughs> I got too into it. <laughs> it was a little too real for me. But again, you know that was a great game. And then WCW versus NWO on 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 Nintendo 64. One of the best WCW games out there. See, I was introduced to the WC because the very first PlayStation game I ever owned. My my mom Mayhem. got us. There was no, WCW Mayhem too. My mom got me, me, my brother, and my sister a PlayStation, and me and my brother each got one game each. He got Castlevania Symphony of the Night. I got WCW versus the World. Oh wow! I didn't even know about that game. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing: WCW versus the World. I was like, oh, cool! But it had a cool box art because it had Sting on the front, like in the. The crow setting. The crow makeup, yeah. But that's kind of where the coolness stopped because <laughs> uh, the roster on it, man, it, it only had like, it had Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko, Eddie Guerrero, The Giant, Jeff Jarrett, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Masahiro Chono, Ric Flair, The Steiner Brothers, Steven Regal, Sting, Ultimo Dragon. But then it had... Ultimo Dragon, yes! Yes, but then it had... A shit ton of fictional, fictional wrestlers. A exactly. The look you, you're fictional giving me. Fictional wrestler? Like, what the, the fuck? The look you're giving me right now is what I was like, what? Why, why are, huh? But because I guess they couldn't get the licensing, but they, for instance, um, <laughs> uh, let me see. One of the fictional wrestlers' name was Black Belt, and it put in they have in parentheses next to it Takamishinoku. Yeah, I was just like, who are these people? 
because I didn't I didn't know about it that much wrestling that much until you know I obviously later on. But I was like, this is a horrible game to fir- be introduced to. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was like, what wow. the fuck is going on? <laughs> but yeah, no. <clears throat> and then uh, then I happened to get Nitro. Cause see, look, look at the box art. Oh, that! Oh my God, that is cool. Yeah, it's I remember orange, that orange background. You know, you got Sting. You know, looking sitting all in the imposing. middle, looking like a badass. Yeah, yeah. Shit, that's fucking cool, man. Why wouldn't they fucking? <laughs> Anyways, so and the game was not that good. So yeah, with the magic players. But thanks, players, mom. Yeah, no I'll never, I'll never forget. Yeah, I still have this game. Nice. Yep. Um. So, but yeah, we went. We we covered, or we we did a little side note for our WCW games, but. Now back to the WWE games, because on the failure of Raw's shoulders, on the uh, Raw lifted up another game. And that game was the aptly titled for their new show, WWE SmackDown. Now every single wrestling fan can tell you when they played their first SmackDown game. Now, it wasn't the creative character or the creative entrance because the creative entrance was still pretty simple. It was cool, but it was simple. You could take whatever wrestler's entrance and put it with whatever wrestler's music. Just the same as No Mercy, just the same as Raw. Didn't matter. What did matter was that it showed your character interacting with other wrestlers backstage. That is cool. And that was just it. That was it for your story mode. Your character would interact with people. It would, And I loved it because it would put them in random tag matches, random this, random that. It would make it completely random. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I thought that was amazing. Now, if you take a few steps into the future, you'll come into the PlayStation 2 SmackDown games. Now, this is where SmackDown took off and cemented wrestling video games as an actual competitor in the video game world. Why? Because this time you controlled your person first person mode backstage. You could go backstage, you could meet up with other wrestlers and they would talk to you and tell you you're getting in this match tonight with Triple H and then you would find Triple H backstage. I hope you're ready for this cuz I'm going to kick your ass, kid. And that was then you'd go to the match. And then you could go from the front of the ring backstage to anywhere else. And that was the beginning of the SmackDown, shut your mouth, know your role, bring it, they, who's next, da-da-da. Yeah. All these different SmackDowns. And each time SmackDown got progressively better, it was a beautiful thing. So then Xbox responds by bringing out later on WWE Raw versus SmackDown. Kind of their SmackDown game. Now, of course, they were able to do this because WWE SmackDown on PlayStation was converting from SmackDown on PlayStation to Raw, ver- D- Raw versus SmackDown. It was going to, This was the beginning of a shift. So Xbox, Xbox brings the first one out. Then they bring out WWE versus Raw 2 for PlayStation and Xbox. Then history was made because after a while, WWE got tired of making... Raw, SmackDown, Raw and SmackDown, WWE, SmackDown, this. So they decided, fuck it. Let's sell out. I'm not saying sell out as in a bad thing, because anytime you sell out, you're successful. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're obviously successful because you're selling out. 
WWE went into business with 2K Games after being kind of a long relationship with Jack's Pacific and uh, a few other ones, Ukes, of course, decided to move on and go to 2K Games. 2K said, we'll take it, we like it, and created the best create an entrance, create a character, create a moveset, and branched out today to what is known as the best WWE video games, minus 2K21. <laughs> Boys and girls, 2K21 was probably some of the worst garbage I've ever seen. I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. Now, the reason we're bringing this up is not only because the show's almost over, but because, for once, everyone was right about a game that most of the time people kind of disagreed on. Well, I like it. It was this and this, but this was bad. Well, no, that wasn't bad. This was bad. Everyone hated this game so much. One, because they did not do anything to fix any of the bugs in this game. Like, if your character's foot touched the rope, the rope would pull to the middle of the screen, to the middle of the ring, and then stay attached to your character for about 30 minutes. Or, your character would go out to the ring, and when the music hit, it would show an empty screen, and then it would go to the ring, and you couldn't see your character. Your character was invisible. Couldn't affect the other character. Couldn't do anything to him. And they didn't fix that. It carried over to WWE. Um, or no, that was on 2K20 that they that happened. 2K21, they didn't fix yeah, it at all. that was – because you got to remember, it, they're always a year ahead, kind of yeah. like Madden. So 21 came out. Mm, in and, 20. And it was bad. Yeah. It was bad. So uh, then 2022 didn't come out because they said, we're going to skip it this year. Smart right move. move. Right move. change. Right move. That's a good change. It was. It was. And then we got 2023. Now, 2023 came out this year. Mm -hmm. They still didn't put out a, a WWE game uh, for, for last year. So they skipped over it completely. Now, the reason why is because I've played 20, or 2K23. 2K23, huge improvement over 21. No weird shit going on. No bugs. They did add, like, a dodge function. It's kind of weird. I don't like it that much. But the game's otherwise just, it's a great game. Amazing game. Now, where 22, or where 2K picked up Major League, though, was the online mode. And, again, to this day, WWE games are only going to get better. Now, yes, as we progress, our characters will probably age with us and become old men in the WWE rings. But, god damn it, dude. What a fucking storied history of WWE games. Now, again, like I said, that's just a few of them. There are so many more that we didn't cover. But, god, dude, I, I, I'm not going to lie. My favorite thing was SmackDown 2. WWE SmackDown 2 on PlayStation because you could hang out backstage with your favorite wrestlers. Like, it would show little clips of you and, like, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, and Lita hanging out backstage talk. Or you and Edge and Christian. Or you and the Dudley Boys. Of course, I'm bringing up tag teams because that was the that was the high point for tag teams. Now it seems like WWE doesn't really care anymore about the tag division. Um, I would say the two games wrestling games that I played the most was WrestleMania 21 mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because you <laughs> folks this get this shows how lame we were, <laughs> but uh, because 
on the X original Xbox, you could burn CDs mm-hmm. onto the hardware, and then you could go create a wrestler on WrestleMania 21, and you can load a song that you had downloaded as an entrance. And they did that a lot, and I loved that. I thought that was great because I could put my favorite song as my entrance and be like, oh, fuck yeah, dude, that's mine. Oh, dude, my guy would always come out to... Jaden Justice would always come out to I Want It All by Queen. So I was like... What was mine? I think mine was, uh, oh, uh, Beautiful by, by fucking Seven Dust. <laughs> I thought you were going to say... It was so weird. Aguilera. Um, yes. <laughs> but uh, but then the second game... That, that game had a good storyline. Like, I loved, like, the campaign into it because you started off... I believe the very first match you had to fight, you had to beat Rene Dupree in three minutes. And then by the end of it, you're going against uh, Kurt Angle, um, Big Show, and there was someone else. But uh, it, it was a really good story. And then I stopped playing wrestling games for a while until a couple years later where I got – you got me on SmackDown vs. Raw 2006. Yeah. Both those games actually came out in 05, but I didn't play WrestleMania 21 until after. But uh, – yeah, man, that was that was some that was some good stuff. Oh yeah, dude. It, it seems to me like, like I said, No Mercy was so fucking difficult. It was so hard. Which funny because when I Wikipedia that, it said that had become like one of the best wrestling games. Oh no, it, I'm like, which hands is down, weird. The wrestling, the like the mechanics for the wrestling were great. It's the it's the Royal Rumble. Like people hated the story mode. People and, and it's not because it wasn't bad. It's because it was so goddamn hard. It's like okay, you remember how I was telling you Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighter for Sega Genesis was like the first game that ever showed me that I cannot beat. It. There are some games that you yeah. just can't beat. Like for me, Dark Souls. I well, I've never played Dark Souls except for a little bit, so I can't use that as an example. Um, Good games. Bloodborne. <clears throat> Bloodborne was hard as fuck. Love it. It's great. Yeah. It, but it's hard as fuck. But I can beat that. It's kind of like uh, the the Jedi Survivor. The, well, that's the new one. Um, the Star Wars, Je- the the one that yeah. came out recently with Cal Kestis. Yeah. That shit just kind of it's it's easier than I will say this. It's way easier than Dark Souls and fucking Bloodborne. But it's the same premise. You only have these certain places where you can stop and save and reheal. I would love to see you play Elden Ring. Nah, man, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> no chance in hell. Uh, but it, it's like that. It's like you have these great mechanics for it and these great games. Dude, growing up, wrestling games were my fucking tea and biscuits or whatever the fuck we have as Americans. They were my apple pie. They are my baseball. There you go. I love that shit. That was my alley. Bread and butter. Bread and butter. Thank you. I fucking don't know why like, that was so hard to say. Biscuits and tea. Biscuits and gravy. That was my biscuits and gravy. Oh, man. I, I could have said that because I could. I, Dude, I could that tear. Shit. I could tear up some biscuits and gravy. Oh yeah, but this got weird. But it's uh, it it it's, it's just when I got home, man, I either wanted to play SmackDown, SmackDown versus Raw, or some kind of WWE game, because those like I loved the ability to go backstage and talk to people and have these great fucking storylines. Now the only time it got weird, like now, oh my god. So I love, I love, I love two K games game for for wwe but their fucking story mode their create a character like story story mode where you create your character and then you put them through this shit they got these preemptive ones now 
And I, I love, because I love to create my character and have his name be this, have his gimmick be this. In WWE 2K23, they're my rise mode. You're either a female wrestler from the 90s, and I mean like 98, 99, 2000, like the late 90s into early 2000, because you see Stephanie McMahon and Triple H backstage talking. You see Trish Stratus. You see all of these, you know, our era, Attitude Era WWE stars. And I was like, why the fuck is she, like, why the fuck is the female creative characters storyline where she's going to be like 50 by the time she gets to the end of the career? Why are you starting her off in the like in the early ni- late 90s, early 2000s? Dude? Which, which game is this? The new one that came out. Really? Yes. Oh, wow. And then the male creative character. So the male creative character comes out and it's like it, it gives you a little video before and he goes, he's he's the lock. You know, he's a lock. He's the lock. Your character's name is The Lock. And you know what you come out with? You come out to a big safe, like a six-foot-tall safe standing on the ramp. Then you see the explode. It starts to unwrap, like open, like the wheel starts to spin and open, and you come out. My character has hair. you got to be fucking joking. Your character comes out bald, wearing short shorts that say The Lock, and a John Cena lock and chain around his neck. And I'm like, dude, that's not my character. That's y'all's version of my character. Don't fucking make my character for me and give him a stupid name like the fucking lock. So it, it's, I don't know. It's just bad. I hate it. I hate it. I hate the My Rise. Give me my universe. Take that shit out. I don't care about that no more. Just give me universe. But it's a good game, guys. But other than that, that's it. Ray, you got anything to finish this out off with? Like maybe where they can find us on Instagram? WTF.sportscast. Follow us. Like us. Comment. Review us. Um, We're almost to a thousand. Yeah, yeah on we are. That's Hell shocking. Yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck!" Yeah, <laughs> this I know. Is good. I know. I'm like, "Damn!" So we ought to focus more on this. <laughs> I know. But yeah, well, we didn't have we thousand. didn't we didn't have an episode last week because I was out of town, and then I but I'm still getting one out. I'm, I'm still getting alerts of like so and so's following you. I'm like, wonder what they heard. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. But uh, yeah, I, and also guys, leave a rating and review. That's what helps us move up the charts. It gets us more listeners, and you want those T-shirts, right? Get us those fucking listeners. Let's go. But other than that, good night, ladies and gentlemen. We've had a great time. We'll have longer shows for you coming up here. It's just baseball season's been wait. We've been waiting on that. We're just waiting on a lot of good shit to come out. And we're still just as confused about the Final Four. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Can't wait I mean, to talk next week when we decide, like, well, did you see that? It was <laughs> fucking Did you see great. them winning? <laughs> this was unusual. But all right, boys and girls, good night and see you later. This is. <laughs>